Welcome back to New Rockstars. The Mandalorian Season 2 opened with the shocking return of, well, a character whose return was widely reported last May, a character Lucasfilm confirmed was still alive in a 2006 visual dictionary, and a character who called himself indigestible by the Sarlacc in a 1992 novel, Boba Fett. <laughs> Is our headcanon Wet Dream Resurrection gonna fight Mando to the death or become a spirit guide with the best war stories? Well, I'm Eric Voss. This is Rogue Theory, the show that brings you the wildest nerdy hot takes on the topics that you cannot stop talking about. Remember, remember the 5th of November to all of our UK watchers, because this is November 5th, though we are currently Mm. shooting this one hour before the polls close on Election Day here in the United States. Uh, Here with me today is the Cobb Banth of Rochester, New York, Tommy Bechtold. (laughs) Well, hey there, Mandalorian. Ah, yes, good to be here. Very excited. I would say the most shocking return to me uh, in, in Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, was my little brother, who showed no interest in Star Wars for like 25 years, uh, announced to me that he was watching the show. So welcome hey. back, Rob. Welcome back to the Star Wars universe, buddy. We missed you. Yeah, we did. Uh, also with us is friend of the show, Twitch streamer and host, Angelica Trey. Hi. It's good to be back. I hope everyone's Yes, we're good for now. We're good. Um, But uh, also joining us, we're thrilled to welcome to Rogue Theory, a host I recently shared a Rooster Teeth gaming panel with, who thankfully did not point out how little about gaming that I know, (laughs) and chief of Geeks of Color, Dorian Parks. Welcome to New Rockstars, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. Watch you guys all the time. So it means a lot for you to just invite me on your show. This is awesome, man. Definitely, definitely. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I love this lineup. This is this going to be a fun panel. Oh, and uh, before we begin, uh, you may have noticed that I am once again wearing uh, my new favorite shirt, our custom This Is The Way tee, available at New Rockstar's new merch store at newrockstarsmerch.com. We got a ton of great designs, including there's a, hi, I'm Eric Voss shirt. If you want to walk around mm-hmm. with my name on you, it's, uh, some people are buying it. You might like it uh if you want to get the this is a way shirt though for a few bucks more you can write in a custom shout out that we will feature in friday's episodes of wikileaks uh and we're selling out of those quickly so you're gonna want to jump on it newrexersmerch.com that out of the way let's talk boba folks in the final seconds of the mandalorian season premiere boba fett watched mando and baby yoda carefully as they sped past the Tatooine binary sunset and they were carrying his old green armor what mm. should we make of his expression are boba fett and mando doomed to fight to the death or is there a way they can help each other this season i want to hear your theories tommy why don't you go first yes Well, you know, times are tough. We are uh, certainly at a very stressful time uh, in in our nation and people want peace. People want uh, brotherhood and and human beings to come together. And unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen on The Mandalorian. (laughs) I think this is a death match. I think this is a fight to the death between two scrappy boys that both like to wear helmets. Uh, One has lost his helmet uh, and the other one now has that man's helmet. Here's what I think how this is going to go down. Work with me here. Follow me on this pathway. Uh, This is the way, as I like to say. Uh, So Boba Fett has somehow found out that his father, Jango Fett, actually was a, a legitimate Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, rather than uh, 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 a band or or, dis- or, 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 or or disgrace for not being a true Mandalorian. And that uh, leads to Boba Fett kind of becoming fanatical about the Mandalorian mm. ways. Now, he himself is a clone, so he's kind of like a little slice of cheddar cheese off the bigger block, the Mandalorian <laughs> block, if you will. So he's kind of like... 
not cool even with himself wearing the armor. That's why he sold Ooh. his armor to the Jawas. He's a bit of a of a of a purist in a disturbing way, I would say. So that's going to lead to him having a real problem with uh, Din Djarin. Uh, the Mandalorian, who is a foundling, a self-proclaimed foundling. And there's nothing wrong with being a foundling. I've got a lot of foundlings in my life. I, uh, you know, I find friends everywhere. But I think that's going to be a big problem with Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett is going is to try and get both his armor and uh, our Mandalorian uh, that we're following in the show's armor back through a fight. I think he's going to be stalking him through the galaxy. The child will be there. Baby Yoda, he'll be there to make things float and uh, distract us. But the real conflict is going to be between these two kind of uh, people with, with, with ties to the Mandalorian uh, people that are, that are a little more gray than a, a direct descendants from Mandalorian ancestors. So that's my theory. Interesting theory, Tommy. And yeah, you are presenting the idea that I think we all deep down want to see. We want to see these two fight. We want to see the galaxy's greatest bounty hunters uh, take yes. each other down. And I know a lot of people, when The Mandalorian was first announced, I think a lot of people were like, oh, so this is a Boba Fett show? <laughs> you know, like they weren't right. totally right. clear. Uh, that's how right. like synonymous uh, Mandalorian armor was with Boba right. Fett back in those days. Right. And uh, So well, it'd be cool yeah. to see it. It's like I say, Eric, if you've got two action figures, you've got two choices. You make them fight or you make them kiss. And I would take either one. I will take both of them kissing or both of them fighting. But one or the other, it's got to happen. Or both could happen. Yeah, I was like, why is this mutually exclusive? You're right. They can fight and kiss. Kiss fighting is my favorite thing to do. It's really, uh, it's dangerous. It's frowned upon. Certainly frowned upon. But it sounds really dangerous, actually. Yeah, there's there's some lines that are getting crossed there one way or another. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I definitely want to see them fight. I I, yeah. I want to see Boba Mando face off. Um, mm. I'm hoping sooner rather than later. I want to see it in this next upcoming um, mm. episode of The Mandalorian. I think Boba Fett is now going to be hunting bounty hunters. I think Boba Fett took um, Fennec Shand hostage and is not going to like Mando and there's going to be a face-off. There's going to be a fight in this next episode. And as we saw from the end of this first episode of, of season two, it, Boba Fett, I don't think he like had his armor taken away from him. I think he willingly gave it away and it's like this symbolism for him changing his lifestyle and his ideologies and his goals. And now he's going to be ridding the entire galaxy of bounty hunters. Interesting. Too mm, many bounty hunters kind of I thing. Like that. Yeah, yes. he's hunting the hunters. Like how cool Ooh. is that? I, yes. I, I always love that uh, phrase, like the hunter is now being hunted kind of thing. <laughs> if that can yes. just be worked in there some way. Yeah, there's, totally a, there's a movie trope, right? Like when they yeah, finally yeah. see they see the scary monster and then the thing that actually eats the scary monster. It's like yes. that next level. That is Boba yes. Fett. Yeah. And I think uh, if anybody could hunt down uh, Mando, it would be Boba Fett. Like I, I if that's kind of the conflict there. I think that's interesting. You bring up a good point that that would be uh, it, that, that Boba Fett would have to to voluntarily give up his armor. I don't think it was stolen from him. And uh, to Tommy's point earlier, I I don't know if he would sell the armor to the Jawas because if you are precious about other people wearing it, you don't pawn it, you know? You, mm. you, you maybe throw it into a river and then someone else pulls it up. There aren't any rivers uh, on Tatooine. Yes. Maybe you throw it throw it away, you bury it in the Dune Sea, uh, mm. uh, maybe the same spot where Ray will later bury a, um, a lightsaber. Who knows? Oh. If we're still pretending that's... Uh, uh, 
that happened but uh <laughs> but i'm rambling a lot here uh but i i do think that would be interesting if that's his prerogative i, I don't want uh boba fett to be a, a passive character who is just sought after i want him to be on the offensive and if and if he was indeed the one who picked up fennec shand at the end of episode five last season that would be part of his mo right like i'm tired mm. of these freaking bounty hunters everywhere let's stop mm. treating people like prizes to be uh mm. bountied um but yeah 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 um dorian what do you think what do you think uh, is going to be the deal with Mando and Boba So Fett? I personally think they're going to actually team up. Although I do see them fighting early on, I could just all, all to ultimately see them teaming up and being like, you know what, let's put our differences aside. we got to take Dom off Gideon. And so it's like them two have a little mm-hmm. altercation early on and then they're like, no, we're not the best. Like, we, we're, we're on the same team right now, and especially because he does have some familiarities with the Mando where I feel like they'll have more in common versus being like, you know, like we need to fight each other. So I feel like it's more of them teaming up. And then I also, because he is a clone, I feel like he'll have a little bit of connection because it's going to go to my theory for the next topic. I feel like he'll have a little bit of relationship with Baby Yoda because I think Baby Yoda's a clone. So he'll have some ah. connection with that and he'll be like, hey, mm. all right, I see myself in him. Let me let me get on this journey with them and let me help them find where they need to go with the Jedi. So I kind of think that might happen. But I do like them. I, I do like what you said, Angelica. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you bring up a good point. I think at the end of the day, they do have more to gain from working together. And, and I think the, the biggest point uh the counterpoint i would give uh against like people who say they're definitely gonna fight or that mando would want his armor back is the fact that like the armor was just sitting right over there in mos pelgo for years right like at any point boba fett could have just gone over there and taken his armor back he clearly doesn't want it anymore he um, anymore he clearly is like okay with taking on a new chapter and if he if he is as we've kind of talked about in other videos uh maybe living with the tuscan raiders like that kind of there is a parallelism there right with with mm-hmm. with mando they're both kind of people who just adopted the uh the identity of the new tribe the new the new clan they're with uh mm-hmm. so listen i i feel like if you you get eaten by a star like that changes your whole perspective <laughs> yeah. on life you're like you got to take a step back and reevaluate every decision you made and you're like you know what <laughs> yes, maybe true. i need a let, let yeah. me just take it let me just I, I made some choices let me just go away this let me let me start fresh let me start over so i feel like that's how he's approaching you right now he's yes. like you know i survived this he saw he saw a spiritual space Jesus and he's like, it's time for a change, man. Yeah. That just reminded me of one of those like scenes of maybe like the next episode of Mandalorian. They'll just like snap to Boba Fett's experience. It'll be like a record scratch of yeah. him falling into the sun. Yeah. Like, you may be wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yes. If that's yeah, if my last uh, path led me to that, uh, clearly I was doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just turn the page. Yeah, uh, great, great. So for this uh, first round, for those three theories, all interesting takes and all takes that I think could end up being true. I don't think any of those are necessarily mutually exclusive because years have passed. Who knows what he's been doing these past couple years? So I'm I each gonna. We're all getting a fight. Right? Yeah. Or, for a fight. There better yes. be a fight. I mean, every every fight can lend that no better way to form a friendship than to take a swing at someone and they take a swing. Eric, back that's at you like and, me and you. The first time yeah. we met, we got in a fist fight. A kiss and then we fight. Did an improv oh, oh, show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, right. we, yeah, we got in a kiss fight. <laughs> yeah, that's that is what happened. Um, yeah. All right. So all three of you, I'm 
going to award each of you one point. So all of you are on the board. Uh, and then we'll, we'll see who's at the at the high score at the end of the game. But before right. we continue, uh, we want to thank some friends who helped us make this episode, starting with our friends at HelloFresh. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. HelloFresh offers convenient, no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family that can be up to 40% cheaper than shopping at the grocery store. HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut, try new things, and make every night feel special, even if the only thing you'll be doing after dinner is binging the West Wing or Firefly for the 100th time. Uh -uh. On top of being delicious and convenient, HelloFresh is the first global carbon-neutral meal kit company, and their packaging is almost entirely made from recyclable or already recycled content. You know, recycled content, like we do by putting Avengers Endgame in the title of every video. In Mm. my recent HelloFresh delivery, I I got to try firecracker meatballs as a Florida boy who has ingested several actual firecrackers in my life. I can say (laughs) that these meatballs tasted like tasty gingery beef and not like burning. So give it a try. You're going to love it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Rogue9090 and use the code Rogue90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash Rogue90 and use the code Rogue90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. And after you've had your HelloFresh meal, where are you going to sleep that night? Because you're going to need some rest. Well, we also want to thank our friends at Helix Sleep for helping us make this episode. I'm a unique weirdo, and I need a unique mattress to fit my weird body and my weird sleep habits, and so do you, even if you're not weird. Well, thanks to our sponsor, Helix Sleep, we can finally have a mattress that does that. Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses shipped straight to your door with free, no-contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. Helix made a two-minute sleep quiz that matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. Just go to helixsleep.com slash rogue theory, take their sleep quiz, they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Maybe you like a firm mattress, maybe you're a back sleeper, maybe you sleep really hot. Well, with Helix, there's a specific mattress for your unique taste. I took the quiz. I was matched to the Helix mattress that suited my side sleeping preferences to a T. Because when I sleep, I want to make sure I'm turned away from Tommy, who will not leave my bedroom. It's so comfortable, Eric. I took the quiz, too, and my answers were all, what's Eric like? I just want that. I want whatever Eric has. I'll have what he's having. (laughs) Yeah. That's the last time I listened. When I'm on the road, I I travel with a pillow that's exactly your height. Height? Body pillow. Yeah. It's it's an Eric-sized pillow, and I... I sleep with it. Uh, okay. In the very literal sense, I sleep uh, next right. to it, not, you know, like a dog. No, we know what you're doing with it. Yeah. Uh, Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, and Apartment Therapy. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you are going to love it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash theory. Again, that's helixsleep.com slash rogue theory for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. And finally, we want to thank ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so that you can control where you want sites to think you're located. You're going to trick them. You're going to fool all those internet sites and they're never going to know where you are because they shouldn't. It's not their business where you are. Like, let's say you have Netflix, but you don't want to shell out the money for some of these other streaming services just to be able to watch shows and movies that aren't available on the US Netflix because they offer different you know versions of content depending on where you are which is 
BS. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Rick and Morty, Star Trek Discovery, uh, uh, Studio Ghibli films. They, it's different where you are. Uh, well, ExpressVPN cuts straight through that. It lets you log into Netflix as if you are in one of the countries where that content is available without paying for another streaming service. You just open the app. You select from almost 100 different countries. You tap one button to connect and refresh a page to access thousands of new shows and movies. You can stream in HD with no buffering or lag, and it's compatible with all your devices like phones, tablets, smart TVs, whatever you got. Uh, not only does it let you change your location, it also encrypts your data, and it lets you surf the web safely and anonymously. Just go to expressvpn.com rogue to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Expressvpn.com rogue. And uh, before we move on to our second topic, a quick shout out to our patron, Rich Powers, who won this week's Discord Rogue Theory. Uh, uh, we have a contest for our patron-only Discord server. Their pitch for how Boba Fett survived the Sarlacc pit featured some flamethrower action and eating some Ooh. rotten Sarlacc meat. Yum. Mm. That's way more exciting than me just mm. saying he got burped up. I think that was my theory. That people were like, <laughs> really? That's the most exciting thing you come up with? I'm like, well, yeah. I, I mean, stomach acid's a real thing. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Rich had some really, really cool thoughts. And you can play along in future Rogue Theory episodes uh, by becoming a patron just by going to patreon.com slash new rockstars and you can join our discord from there all right guys let's get back to uh the mandalorian in the season two premiere there was this line that uh tani and i found very interesting we were talking about this in wookie leaks uh pelimoto told mando about baby yoda quote if this thing ever divides or buds i would gladly pay for its offspring and it was such a weird moment because like it, her line was almost cut off by the pit droids screwing around with the ship and it was one of those things where like they intentionally wrote that line and they wanted you to kind of forget about it for a second mm. by having this like stupid gag in the background but it's also one of those things that is going to be in the previously on of some future episode mm. I, I just know it so yeah. i i want to hear from you guys about this what secrets about baby yoda's biology and uh and its origin do you think this line could be setting up for a later episode this season dorian what are your thoughts on this See, I, I could be reading into this a little bit too much, but I personally think Baby Yoda is a clone. He sure. was cloned at the Camino facilities. And the reason why I think that is because for, I think it's a little bit foreshadowing. You don't give us Boba Fett in the same episode. You mentioned that little line. Yeah. Like, I think it all is going to tie together by the end of the season. It's like, like I said, I feel like we're going to, Boba Fett's going to meet the Mandalore, meet Jen. They're going to, uh, they're going to meet each other. Then we, he's going to be like, oh, wait. That's a, that's a Yoda. I don't think I don't think my boy Yoda was getting it in. I don't think he was. I don't think my boy out was out there having having some funny, having a wild time. So I personally think he was cloned. I, I mean, I don't think he was having. He was out there doing what he needs to do in space. So for me, I think he's a clone. I do not see him having like offsprings or having like little baby Yoda sisters or anything like that. And especially because Disney has also put too much money, too much focus on marketing this one baby Yoda. I couldn't see them trying to get us emotionally attached to another other little creature like there's not enough room in my heart for more baby yodas at this point in time yeah no i can only i can only get I, I, I can't i can't get emotionally attached to more than one like, yeah I, I, this baby yoda is it and there's yes. too many baby things we got baby group baby yoda <laughs> yes. too many yeah i i totally agree uh we're gonna start getting like multiplicity copy of a copy you know and then you're just gonna get mm -hmm. problematic michael keaton at the end of it and we no one wants that but no i i totally agree and i i 
it, the only line that is driving me nuts is from season one where Kuil was like, oh, he doesn't look genetically engineered. It's like, well, then why are you giving us a ton of other clues that cloning? Mm. I feel like there's going to be some kind of like interesting explanation. And the only thing that I could see making sense there is maybe if you look at the timeline, since Baby Yoda is 50 years old, like maybe Baby Yoda could have been like the first clone or something Ooh. like that. Right. Like he was clone prime or like uh, patient zero. Ah. Uh, the clone, Ooh. and then but was able to get away. But they were able to uh, to like the Kaminoans were able to figure out that technology and do it on Django Fett, and that's how you got all the the clone troopers and stuff. But that, yeah, I, I he's got to be a clone. I, that's that's my gut feeling too. Is like he's either going to be a clone or Kamino's involved with this somehow. Like mm. one one of those uh, options. Uh, all right, Angelica, what do you think? Okay, so. I think that the Yoda species isn't born, so to speak, but rather it's like manifested from midichlorian rich swamps. And, uh, yeah, okay, so, well, cause we see, you know, we're so used to associating Yoda with like Dagobah and like swamplands. What if we have them like hatch from eggs from these swamps <laughs> one not only because i really want to see baby yoda hatch from an egg like i want to see just that imagery in my head it makes me happy but also i think it makes a lot of sense and you know that would that would connect everything with the yoda species and how they're so connected with this you know this the force like this telekinesis that they've described through, throughout the mandalorian and also that would explain why it's so precious because probably these swamps have gotten destroyed by war or like imperial expansion mm. yeah so it mm. makes them even more precious and more of a commodity and that explains this entire like goose chase Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I think what you're kind of hinting at here is no one wants to see two adult Yodas f***ing. No. No one wants that. (laughs) We don't want that mental image. I apologize for giving you that mental image. Yeah, uh, I I don't want to see it. If they are... Nightmare fuel, yeah. yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they are just like, it's some kind of natural phenomena that, yeah, there's just some egg that floats up to the surface of a swamp. We're all good Mm. with it. And then then when they die, they die. They don't reproduce and maybe that's what they're setting up is like right. he's not going to have an offspring or a bud this baby Yoda's just going to fade away someday and then there will be some other you know that comes up in a swamp somewhere and that's like that foreshadowing what I message that you mentioned I think they said what was the next line I don't think this thing is genetically engineered they said yeah. it's too ugly <laughs> so probably a little swamp creature possible oh. very possible and yeah I don't think Dagobah is going to be Yoda's home planet you know I think a lot of people would be disappointed they're like, wait, that was just like where he was taking refuge. Why would he go to his yeah, home planet? Okay, but if but if the geography and the topography matches his home planet, it would make sense for Yoda to want to go to someplace that had like a similar terrain to what he grew up in because he'd be most comfortable with that. And Yoda seemed super comfortable on Dagobah when Luke found him. So I could oh, definitely see a swamp being an origin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Tommy, it's your turn. What do you think is happening here? Well, uh, I have to divert from my friends here because uh. I personally think not only are yoga are Yodas born via beautiful intercourse, I think that they are natural childbirths with no uh, 
no, uh, what do they call epidurals or anything like oh, that? It's, no. a very, it's a very painful birth with these ears because they are. People don't know they are bone rigid on oh. either side, so that's like a, a checkerboard coming out. Uh, but I think that the reason that Yoda is so mysterious is because what's uh, like just like I said on the uh, first episode or second episode of WikiLeaks, what's better than one Yoda, uh, Eric? It's twins. It's twins. twins. There is another. Uh, I call this one Baby Yoda, and I call this one Baby Hell No, because it looks like we ordered this one on Wish. Uh, this one looks uh, correct. This one looks like it came from somewhere far, far away, a galaxy even. I believe Baby Yoda is part of a dyad in the Force, and this is why he has the power to heal, much like Ray has the power to heal, uh, using a Force dyad from his... Uh, his uh, sibling, uh, a yodel, a baby yodel, if you will. Uh, baby Whoa. Yoda, baby yodel. There will always be two Yodas. Star Wars is obsessed with things coming in twos, right? That's right. Always we, two. We are. have the Skywalker yeah. twins. We have Master and Apprentice in the Sith. We have uh, two droids that are uh, basically the through line of the entire uh, 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 saga are those two droids that we, we kind of follow along. Why not have two adorable baby Yodas? That's what I'm saying. Isn't it feel it's twice as nice with this sugar and spice? Yeah, I'm all for more baby Yodas. Like yes. I, I want I just want a bunch of baby Yodas around me. I just wanna just you right. know, like like all those people with the puppies. I want that right. baby Yodas. Right. And I just and wanna to, I, I just wanna go back and reiterate, these were conceived through consensual beautiful intercourse uh there was no doubt in my mind anyway i rest oh, the defense rests <laughs> uh, we are just running across those lines <laughs> there are no more lines I half of that. <laughs> yeah it just got weird at the end um, oh it did uh sorry <laughs> we can just cut that up we are keeping it in the episode it is written in stone at this oh, point all right fine because it's evidence i think now i think it's, it's not even the top 10 worst thing i've said on this channel this week so <laughs> it doesn't phase me uh, uh what i do love love about i mean no dyad of the force that is bringing in a rise of skywalker um, mm. uh, edition yes. that's interesting but i mean there is some truth to it right they uh, force healing is a new thing in the star wars universe mm. that came up in mm -hmm. just like episode seven of the mandalorian and then it came up in the rise of skywalker and then i think recently in a book uh, one of the star wars books it was established that the reason why they were able to force heal is because they were a dyad so logically that would mean that Baby Yoda would be part of a dyad too. So I, there's got to be another out there, and why not a Baby Yodel? Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I could see them being a dyad, but at the same time, like if if you're a person that doesn't read the books or something, like I've seen Rise of Skywalker, but I'm like, what is a dyad? Like, somebody tell me what a Force <laughs> dyad is. Oh, it's a dyad. Like it's a you know, it's, a it's another opportunity for them to record scratch, just like they did in, in Angelica's idea, and be like, just so you're clear, a dyad is a, uh, a unit of two uh, opposing forces that create one complete power. And they have a little uh, footnote at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Um, See, and if you're like the Mandalorian, and I feel like the Mandalorian does a good job of like, if you're just an ad casual fan, like you don't need to like have your like stuff explained or talked to you. So I, I don't know, man. I, don't uh, know. I, I totally agree, Dorian. I think currently what the Mandalorian's doing really well is like, yeah, it's steering clear. It's just kind of telling its own Western tale that every once in a while reaches back and bringing in Die Out of the Force and the Mandalorian. A lot of people will be like, 
oh, I thought we were done with that movie. Um, mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. I do like all theories. Tommy, I'm going to give you one uh, point for your theory, but I love... You're number one. I love Swamp Babies, so uh, Angelica, yeah. you're getting two. And then uh, okay. Clone is where my heart is going right now, so Dorian, you're getting two. Whoa! Let's go. Let's go. Wow, a real indictment of sex-positive baby Yodas, I gotta say. <laughs> Babies. <very> strong. <laughs> They're 50! They're 50, it's graphic. time! It got really graphic there for a second. I, you know, I, you, and you don't even realize how much I held back on how graphic I wanted oh. to be. That's what makes this awful. Well, I had, draw- I had schematics, it. I had drawings. I have 3D models. I've spent hours on this. Daisy. went from Disney Plus to Disney X Plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it now comes to time for our rogue question. And you know what? I don't want anyone to hold back. Uh, it is New Rockstars After Dark at this point. And okay. uh, in honor... Uh, oh, so here's the deal. Uh, we got one rogue question. You're each going to answer it. Anybody can go first. Here is a question. In honor of the passing of the iconic actor Sean Connery, may he rest in peace, the first Bond actor to deliver that shaken not stirred catchphrase i would like each of you to please deliver your overly specific drink order in the style of bond's martini order you know i probably get just because i've been i rewatched the big lebowski recently so you know i probably get a white russian tell her to pour two ounces of vodka slowly so make a big scene about it and <laughs> once we get to the Kahlua, you know i just be like hold it pause all right now go then pause <laughs> Now go pour the clue and make it like 10 seconds worth. Uh, and then as she adds a splash of cream, I ask them to bring out a firecracker, you know, just make a real spectacle out of it. As, she's, as she does that, she pours the, the heavy splash of cream, the, fire, the firecracker goes off, and I say, shake it. Not stirred, and then I drink. Wow. Yes. Cinematic. Very nice. Cinematic as hell. Um, bar- bartender. <laughs> I would like one of those pina colada drinks with all the, you know, the coconut flavored ones with uh, the tiny pieces of fruit in there. And also a a little umbrella on top, shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what to do with my face. No, that's good. That was perfect. Nailed it. I think I was waking the whole time. (laughs) Okay. uh, Mine would be, uh, hello there. This is a very crowded bar. Uh, my name is Sean. I, uh, I'm also a bartender. Can I have a rum and coke? Is Mike working tonight? Mike's a friend of mine. He usually doesn't charge me, and he gives me a little extra liquor. It's okay if Mike's not working. No worries, brother. Ah, yes, uh, but yeah, could you pour a little more rum in that for me? Yes, and a, a little less coke, a little more. Have you seen The Mandalorian? Do you think that Yoda was born by intercourse, or do you think no. he was a clone? I think it was definitely Yoda on Yoda intercourse. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> all of that. All of that shaken, not stirred. I think we are shaken after that impression, Tommy. Well done. So, Tommy, I'm going to give you the point here, but that makes uh, all three of you uh, tie winners today. We don't do tiebreakers here, because in, in here everyone can be a winner. We don't believe in winners and losers here at New Rockstars. So, well done to all three of you. That is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you so much to our guests, Dorian Parks, Angelica Trey, Tommy Bechtold. You guys were all fantastic. 
fantastic this week. We learned a lot about The Mandalorian. We're so excited to catch uh, the next episode coming, well, later tonight. And then uh, Tommy and I will be on the channel tomorrow to break it down with uh, WikiLeaks with my uh, Easter egg breakdown coming out the next day. Um, follow all three of these wonderful people on their uh, respective social medias. They're all working on amazing stuff that you're going to want to check out. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory podcast feed. Stay tuned to this YouTube channel for this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. Follow me at EA Voss. See you next time. And uh, now let's go see if we still have a country. <laughs>